Coming up, today's guest is the head of mobile marketing at Pixel Federation, makers of top games such as Diggy's Adventure and Seaport. You'll discover the soft launch process that has led the company to tremendous success, what new ad formats are working today, and how they manage to find success on the Amazon platform. All that and so much more. The most action-packed content from the top mobile experts. This is the App Masters Podcast with Steve P. Young. Fanbytes.com helps you drive downloads for less than 50 cents using Snapchat influencers. They even help one of my clients drive 46 cent CPIs at scale. Learn more at fanbytes.com. We all have developer horror stories from language barriers to bad code to developing on time. That's why I recommend using b7dev.com. They're affordable, fast, and more importantly, trustworthy. Go to b7dev.com. What is up, App Nation? It is Steve P. Young, founder of AppMasters.com, the place you go when you want action-packed content in the app business because I talk to some amazing people to really learn from them so that we can collectively grow our businesses, share our knowledge, and so hopefully you come back and share your knowledge with me. And today, I've got a phenomenal guest. They are the makers of Diggy's Adventure. I saw this everywhere and Seaport, a brand new game that they've just released as well. But let me introduce a guest and I'm going to try <clears throat> his name. Here we go. Matei Lacharich. He is the head of mobile marketing at Pixel Federation. Go check him out. It is pixelfederation.com and you probably heard of Diggy's Adventure, but check that app out or Seaport. Matei, welcome to the show. Thank you very much for having me. You got it right. My name is Matei <laughs> You got it correct. <laughs> So Matei, like you, I saw this presentation. I'll link that into the show notes that you did. But you guys have done some amazing things. You want to just brag to us a little bit before we kick it off on the show? Well, I don't like bragging, but you know, I'm asking uh, I can, you to. I can, yeah. Okay, I can do that a little bit. Uh, I would like to say that uh, Pixel Federation was founded in 2007. Uh, Pixel Federation started as a web-based game gaming studio so we were we were making games for uh, facebook canvas and then we started switching to mobile obviously and uh since we launched Diggs adventure two years ago that was a huge success for the company the all the results were amazing and uh this year we launched seaport for uh mobile as well and uh again huge success yeah. Nobody was expecting that. <laughs> what do you mean <laughs> success? I mean, what's the biggest? I mean, I think you said it in the presentation too, but what was like the biggest revenue month that you had? Well, actually it was this year and we, we earned 3.5 net million net revenues wow. in, in March and for all our games. Uh, we have four live games, which is Emperor, which is strategy game, but it's kind of old right now. Okay. And Train Station which is eight-year-old game as well. But uh, all, all together, we made 3.5 million net revenues. And you're and handling that was, like, that was an all-time record. You're handling big-time budgets. So we're going to get into what Matej tests out, what his favorite channels are, everything about acquisition, because that's what your bread and butter is all about. So let's start with this, Matej, because I think this is so critical. And I think, because I talk with people with way less budget than you have, but obviously... I think it's a key point is soft launching. Like so many times people get that wrong. People see Diggy's adventure like, 
I can do that. Let me just change this one thing, little thing that I don't like and launch something similar. And they think they can replicate that success. But unfortunately, they're, they're missing something. So what are they missing when it comes to soft launching too? Well, actually, the, the initial idea of soft launching for uh, Diggs Adventure, it was like for one month. But then we saw the, the first initial numbers, which was uh, day one retention 10%. And uh, for example, loading time more over the one minute. So uh, we were like, hmm, okay, um, we need to do that. We need to do something with that. So we stayed in soft launch for six months and uh, eventually improved the game to KPIs we were uh, happy with, happy with, and then global launched it. So the global, uh, the the soft launch is just like a long process of improving the game, uh, getting feed, getting player feedback, A/B test tutorial. Uh, and all marketing channels as well and creative formats. So we were able to improve the game, test marketing channels, and then bam, go to global launch. What's the first thing that you test? Because there's so many things that you can test, right? Like, is it the creative or do you just say, hey, let's get a thousand users and let's see what the day one retention is and then optimize off of that? Well, the first thing obviously is to test the, the tracking if it's working correctly. But then, yeah, <laughs> you know, we, we, we've been there and done that as well with train station. We, we were first time like implementing the AppSlayer SDK. Everybody was like, oh yeah, sh- uh, sure. Everything is okay. But then it wasn't. <laughs> and we spent a couple of thousands just for UA and uh, it was a waste of money. But anyway, <laughs> first thing I would, uh, I would do would be like uh, testing icons and stuff uh, within the ASO field. In soft launch, it's crucial to have at least one icon testing or a one uh, screenshot testing because you, if you can improve the conversion rate, CPIs are going to be low. Easy as that. So, yeah. I like it. And then after that, what's next? Well, after that, of course, we were testing a lot of a lot of marketing channels and, and a lot of creatives on on Facebook because Facebook for us works works the best because of the targeting and we have in-house team of eight people, really skilled guys, and uh, this is what's working best for us. So we were testing on Facebook a couple of formats like carousel, static images, square form, square videos, landscape, um, whatever else, I don't know, uh, canvas ad format, which is something what is working for us very well. And uh, that's next. And What's after, after, sorry, go ahead. I'll let you finish and I'll ask. After that, I would, I would go with, uh, with the testing of marketing channels instead of Facebook, I don't know, Google, UAC, Snapchat, uh, Vango, Ad Colony, and other, chan- other networks as well. Iron Source, for example. I see. The ad, Don't what's know the canvas? What, what canvas ad format is. No, I have no idea. So it's, expi- oh, I see. So it's a full-blown view, like a vertical view of an ad. Exactly. So it just takes up your whole it's screen? It's something almost like a, like a small landing page. Uh-huh. You can put uh, all creative assets, videos, carousel, text, whatever buttons you like, and then you you are running it with the with the video over it. Perfect results. Like I I don't see a lot of advertisers doing this in in gaming, obviously, because uh, it's kind of hard to hard to make. 
But then we found out like, okay, uh, well, let's use what we have in, in our, in our uh, Google Play Store. So we just copied the, the layout and that's it. It was kind of easy in the end. <laughs> oh, I see. So it's not even like, so the way I'm looking on the website, so you guys should definitely look it up as I'm talking about it this too, but I see a little video. I click on that and you can show little images at the very bottom yeah. too. So that's what the ad looks like. Once you click the video, it almost is like a landing page. I thought it was almost like a video, but it's not. It's like a landing page and I can scroll through the landing page as well. Yep. And it's, it's really, really cool format. You can put a lot of information there so you can catch the attention of player very easily. I like that. And that's why, that's why I like doing this. Okay. I like that. <laughs> So when you're, let me, let me talk about this. When, when you launched this and you're day one, you said it was what, 19% or something? It was 10%. 10%. Okay. Day, yeah. Day one was 10. So you're, I'm obviously thinking like you're trying to hit like at least 50, right? Correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, yes, we were trying to achieve that, but we ended up at, uh, almost 40, but, uh, you know, we found out that Diggy's adventure has like, uh, not very good day one, day three, and day seven retention, but then day, I don't know, 60 is like seven or 8%, which is, which is very good. So uh, we just need to work on the, the short-term retention, I guess. How did you guys go about doing that? How did you, guys, what? How did you go about re improving the day one, the day three, the day seven? Oh, yeah, rate? okay. Well, uh, we A-B tested a lot of tutorials. And uh, we found out like, okay, these steps in within tutorial like doesn't work. So we improved that and we improved the loading time quite heavily because at the, uh, first it was something over one minute and then it was like five seconds, which is significant improvement. I see. Let me talk to you about this, Matej, because I'm always curious about this. So when you're doing a soft launch, is it... In is it like, are you continually driving traffic and then trying to improve it? Or is it like drive traffic and stop, analyze data. Okay. Fix this and then drive more traffic. So it's like step-by-step step, or is it like continuous flow, like a river type of thing? Yeah. It, it, it depends on, uh, on the game you have. If you have PVP multiplier synchronous, you need to drive a lot of players, a lot of daily new users into the game. But, uh, we were, P, uh, Diggy is not PvP, obviously, and uh, we were doing it like, okay, in the batches. Okay. So run the UA for five days over the weekend and week as well, and then analyze data, do some iterations, because, you know, like, why to waste money? Because it doesn't make sense. Now, I know you got a team of data analysts on your side, but for those who can't afford that type of stuff, like what are the numbers that you're trying to hit? Like, hey, let's try to get 10,000, try to get 1,000. What's the, what's significantly, statistically yeah. significant? It was around 6,000 users per, uh, per one uh, like iteration or build. 6,000, maybe even more like, more the better, but uh, around 6,000 6, was okay. That was significant. And I know, I know, I think I saw this in your presentation where it looked like video ads. It wasn't like video ads. It almost looked like a GIF, like things that's just moving around. You know what I'm talking about, Matei, where it's like, it looked, you're showing us in the video and I'll and link it up, but like you're seeing, <laughs> showing us different ad creatives and one was obvious video, but one looked like it was just like a GIF that was cycling okay, through a okay. couple of different frames. What is that? It was a, it was a cinemagraph. It's, it's static image with, with just like one thing moving in, in the image, which is like very much like very cheap creative and it 
it it's it looks like a video because it's like it, it's uh, in in a GIF or MP4 format. Mm-hmm. So Facebook takes it as a video, but it's it like it's a static image with just one thing moving around. I saw it with Seaport, and I thought that was beautiful. And if you ask me, like, which one's going to win? I'm like, that one. That one looks really cool. Can you share us with some of the results that you tested with Seaport and that ended up working really well? Well, uh, the best creative was uh, with the with the with the boat, just like floating on a on a river. Mm-hmm. And then in uh, the the boat was in in the harbor, and there was like like a, lo- a little little truck moving around. Up and down. I was like, hmm, okay, why this? And uh, we found out that the, this specific ad has like like the most comments and eng- engagements. And guess what the the players were talking about? What? Wait, wait, let me get the the truck. Yeah, why 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 is this truck moving up and down? It doesn't make any sense. Like, what's happening? But because of that, this creative got like the most comments and the biggest engagement, and that's why like uh, we were using this specific ad all over again in other campaigns. At because of this, we were able to decrease the CPIs like in like from from three or four to one one seventy or something like that. Wow. Like this. How did you guys because decide on that creative reactions and comments? How did you decide on just that creative? Because I wouldn't know what to actually move around, what to create. Would you guys know that this was a screen that was converting well? Like, how did you guys know that? We just picked what what we what we liked, yeah. and I think this one is like four year old screenshot from like, or or artwork or something like that. And we were like, okay, what what we can do, what we can move, and that was it. That was it. <laughs> Sometimes it's just keep... not the rocket science. Not the rocket... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Sometimes it's just gut, like experience and gut. That's that's what exactly. it comes down to. Exactly. Hey, what I want to move on to next is so a couple of things I want to move on to next. And I'll give you a couple of minutes to think about it as I do an ad read. But one is one camp one question that I want the listeners are asking me to ask is something that did not work. So you, we hear all the success story of campaigns that worked and tests that worked, but what's something that didn't work, Matei? And then obviously I want to get into Amazon working well for Diggy Adventure and some of the ASO experiments, because I'm trying to talk more about ASO from not just a keyword perspective, but also from a conversion perspective. And I think you're the perfect guy to talk to for that. But without, but before I do, I do want to thank my first sponsor, fanbytes.com. Look, Matei kind of mentioned it. During their soft launch, they're kind of testing with Snapchat to see if it'll work anything there, testing out different channels to see where they can get the best CPIs. And Snapchat influencers is one of the best channels right now because as Facebook is starting to come up, I do feel like Snapchat influencers are starting to feel the hurt and the pain that's coming with it. And so they might be a little bit more underpriced than they were before. And Instagram might be overpriced or at market price when it comes to working with influencers. So if you're thinking about working with Snapchat influencers, well, I recommend go checking out my friends at fanbytes.com. They work with a ton of of different apps, games to social networks, which is our, which are really the hardest ones to launch in social networks. They work with them to use their Snapchat influencers, create an ad creative, just like Matei does, test different creatives. They know what works with these influencers. They create that creative for you and then they send it off to their influencers and drive low cost CPIs for you on par with the great Matei CPIs are under 50 cents. So if you're ready to check them out and they will help you do it at scale, go check them out. It is fanbytes.com. Let them know you heard this 
You heard about them on this podcast and I'll hook you up with a cool offer. It is Fan Bites. The cool way of spelling bites, not the eating way, but the cool geeky way of spelling bites, fanbites.com. All right, Matei. So let's talk about the a marketing campaign that you've tested and just did not work. Maybe something that you're like, I'm never doing that again. Yeah, actually, this was Google UAC in the past. Like we, we tried, because we have a local Google uh, office in, in Bratislava in Slovakia, where I'm based. And we were trying to figure it out like, okay, we need to work with Google because Facebook is working very well for us. But Google wasn't like for a long period of time, we were trying everything, and nothing, nothing, nothing worked. But now like we, we were like, okay, let's try it again. After a couple of years, there has to be a way, there has to be a way. So now with the Google UAC and uh, all those changes, uh, optimization for purchases and stuff like that, finally we can see some light and we can see it's finally getting some results. But this, this wasn't working for like three or five years, three or four years. It's funny, Matej, because I put together a video where I talk about Google UAC because I just did a virtual summit and I, also, I did a retreat and I was trying to get all the insights from all these retreats and events that I've been running. But you Google UAC, especially during the virtual event, a lot of the bigger guys were saying like, this is outperforming Facebook actually. And so you're right. Like it wasn't like, it wasn't like, you know, like they were moving all their Facebook money. It was just like, you know, this is, I'm starting to see something here and I'm sorry to move some of that Facebook money into more Google UAC. Exactly. This is something we started doing as well last month because, okay, we really, thought about it like okay what can we do uh talk with the with the google account managers and brainstorm the shit out of our uh, heads and finally finally is working nice i like that so let's let's move on to aso and how you guys approach aso what do you want to hear i know Uh, (laughs) i left it like that because i didn't want to guide you in any way but i'm thinking like what do you focus on is it keywords is it screenshots is it creative what do you really focus on when you think about aso well it depends on on the stage of the game uh because right now we are uh uh, trying to enter the soft land with two our games and now we are trying to think about the keywords and stuff like that like okay what keywords needs to be in the bundle ID and stuff, stuff like this, uh, the Google description. But for example, if you're in soft launch or later stage with the game, we are testing icons or I, I say like, we need to have at least one, one, uh, experiment running. So we know like, uh, where we stand, but okay. It's every time it's screenshots. Uh, icons and feature image and uh, this is something uh, what can improve the the conversion rate quite significantly then we tried uh, try to test also emojis in uh, short description and long description improve the conversion rate which was which was funny but just with the just with support with diggy it didn't work so also it depends on the game as well and uh, last year, it was just myself doing this as a, as a part of the other other agenda. But now we have uh, two more guys responsible for ASO because you can't you can't do it by yourself. 
at least you can, but you can't document everything. And this is something they finally started doing. So there's like a list of all experiment, what we what we did is just not not only in the Google Play console, but it's also something somewhere else where we can talk about it and we can find it. So yeah, this is documentation is is the key. And that's so funny because I I did look at the same thing where that's why I don't like this question, but listeners keep wanting to ask this, like, what's a campaign that did not work? Because just because it didn't work for you doesn't mean it doesn't work. And kind of like exactly. what you just said, Google USC, and like with emojis, like I've seen that too with app names and short descriptions and like, we should try this. And sometimes, like you said, it works for Seaport, doesn't work for Diggy. Like, you know, like sometimes it just doesn't work. It doesn't mean you shouldn't try it. It's just, you just never know. Yeah, exactly. At least, at least you should try and then you will see because... You never know. The other thing I want to move on. Well, I want to ask you about this with Diggy's Adventure because that's just the app I'm looking at right now. So you tell me if there's one that I could pick out. But I've been thinking like portrait versus landscape screenshots just because I can show a little bit more. I'm sure you guys probably have a video in for Diggy's Adventure where the video takes it up. But have you guys tested that? Like especially on iOS because it's so hard to test this. But I'm curious to know. Uh, actually, we tested this with Diggy and Seaport as well, and uh, both games showed worse results than the landscape landscape screenshot. So, landscape, I think, because the landscape, the game, uh, or both games are in the landscape mode. Maybe that's why, but it's hard to say. Anyway, both experiments uh, was uh, showing worse uh, results. So that portrait was showing worse results than landscape. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Well, that's interesting because I'm always like, landscape. I talk to clients, I'm like, no, we've got to go landscape or we've got to go to portrait so we can show three rather than one. We found like uh, hundreds of uh, games doing this as well. So, okay, yeah, let's test this. Uh, Our graphic team worked really hard to create those portrait screenshots and they're like, "Mm, okay, well, at least we tried. (laughs) <laughs> yeah it's so disheartening huh <laughs> the how did you guys test it well uh we tested the the same screenshots uh just with the portrait then we also well we we, we are testing like a a b tests like we are running current tests current screenshots as a as a, a version and then the the b version is the the portrait for example but what are you using to test that? Uh, it's so well, hard on iOS. You know, on Google Play is easy. iOS, I know, uh, but we are testing it on on Google Play experiments because we we tested like a long time ago or a couple of months ago as well during split split metric with split metrics uh-huh. uh, for iOS. It was all, almost the same, and we spent like five thousand dollars to to get the results. So like, hmm, okay, we are not gonna waste money on this. We are using split metrics just in the pre-soft launch phase to test uh, like visuals or do some CPI test with the fake uh, app store pages and stuff like that. But for testing, we just use a Google Play uh, console. I see. And maybe like, you know, here's my analysis since I'm, I'm wrong about this. Maybe like with Diggy's Adventure, I see solve puzzles. You know, this is a very puzzle oriented game and they're like, forces me to click in and want to learn more right like i'm clicking in so i want to see more screenshots like but if i saw all three already i kind of get the gist of what you're trying to tell me so maybe i move on but here like i need to learn a little bit more because i only see one if i'm attracted to that one 
Yeah, exactly. That's uh, that's how we lure the, all the players into the store page, and then we can convert them. Right, 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 right. So, talk to me about that. Like, how have you? What else have you tested when you're at the store page? Because you're giving out. Oh, actually, here's what I want to ask you, Matei. Like, when you were talking about conversion rates with ASO, what are you looking at? Is it like downloads with page views, downloads with impressions? And this is more on the iOS side. I don't know if Google gives that information, but like, what are you talking about when you're talking about conversion? Uh, Google gives that uh, as like store page visits versus uh, downloads. So this is the metric we are looking at. I see. Okay. And that's the key metric that you're kind of focusing on. What about iOS? Do you guys look at product views? I think that's what they're called. Page views and then versus impressions. Yeah. Page, at all? Yeah, page views versus downloads. They're almost the same. Like, I like it. Okay. <laughs> the next thing is the Amazon stuff. You know, one of the big things, and I was like writing that down when I was watching a presentation, you said Amazon's working really well for Diggy. And so we're going to be launching a Seaport on Amazon as well. So talk to me about how it's working well. What are your, what are the ways that you're driving traffic through Amazon? Well, uh, actually we, we have like really good partnership with Amazon guys, but the, it's like the, the Seattle team. And we are running uh, Amazon Wake Screen campaigns with them, which is something like direct deal. And uh, the ad is uh, is showed on the Amazon devices when they are locked. And that's that's perfect because we were able to scale to almost 200,000 per month, which is, wow. you can't do that on Facebook or, or what are the other channels? Facebook, Ch Chartboost, Vango, and Ad Colony. And, you can't do that even combined with combining those four channels to to get to those those uh, those numbers. That is so, a brand new thing that I didn't even know about. I just bought a new Fire, and I was like, "What is this thing?" And when you're locked, you see an ad, and I was like, "Is exactly. this draining my batteries?" Because my batteries wouldn't last at all. <laughs> so I was like, "What is this?" And I tried to turn it off, and like, you actually have to pay to turn it off because they give yeah, you a discount and they don't tell you all this, but that's working <laughs> out well for you. So it's just like a swipe feature. Like if I wanted to test out. If I want to check out Diggy's Adventure, you're like, hey, let me just swipe up or whatever to, to download the app. Yeah, there are a couple of formats, like there's static image, uh, some light uh, motion in, in static image as well. There's video and there's also something like playable, but almost a playable as well. And uh, and a couple of more ad formats I can't, I can't remember, but uh, there were like a couple of things we tested out because we were like uh, spending a lot of money on, on Amazon. So yeah, you can even try the app before the before the download. Are you using really other? Sorry, go ahead. It's it's really amazing. Like uh, we we spent a couple of thousands on Amazon, and then we we saw those results. Like okay, we need to spend more. <laughs> really? Yeah, yeah. That's impressive. The what made you? Are there any other channels that you can use to drive more traffic through Amazon? And I'll ask that question. I'll answer. Ask a follow up later. Yeah, I think just uh, like I mentioned, Facebook, Charboost, Vangle, and Ad Colony, and that's it. Okay. That's it. With Facebook, is it just like because is it a phone, or are you targeting people with Kindle devices? Like, what are you? How are you using Facebook with that? You, yeah, you're targeting people with Kindle devices. I see. It's like uh, Android. Uh, uh, operation system, but with Kindle Fire devices. I'm going to assume this, Matei, but you tell me if I'm wrong, but do the Amazon users behave more like Google Play users or iOS users? Uh, depends. Uh, in, terms of, uh, in terms of payments, they are uh, behaving more like iOS. They pay even more. The average revenue per user is like 
higher by like 20 or 40 percent depends wow. on the country as well but uh more or less uh paying like ios but they play they're like android guys what does that mean uh, we see we see a similar retention curve uh on amazon like uh, on android and so is that it's typically less than ios it's it is for Diggy it is okay interesting so i didn't even know that so I've always assumed, but that I would assume that, you know, obviously we all know iOS people play a lot more than Google Play, but it's like, I thought there would be more engagement because Google Play, like, at all. I'm assuming here too, based on everybody I talked to, but like more ad revenue, like that's how you're going to make your money rather than iOS, more in-app purchases and things like that. Yeah, well, uh, for our games, we don't even uh, have ads uh, in our games, so. You got to get people to pay. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. <laughs> but, you know, our games are really old. Well, old studied as a Facebook uh, Canvas games. And now it's really hard to find proper ad placements in the game. So we are in kind of like process of uh, bringing ads to Diggy or Seaport. Awesome. And awesome. It's a long, long process. So the let's end with this, unless there's anything that I missed that you want to talk about too. What's something that you're kind of, what's something new that you're kind of focusing on? Maybe it's a growth channel, maybe it's a hack, a strategy. Is there something that you're like, hmm, I'm interested in this, I'm paying attention to this? Uh, you mean uh, like marketing or on the product side? Both, either one. Either one. Well, uh, right now for me, playable ads on Facebook, finally. This is something uh, I'm really looking into. Because we were in in the beta program with with Facebook, and we show we, we saw like a huge oh, well huge like fifteen percent increase on ROI uh, using playable ads, which is which is okay. And uh, in terms of product, I'm focusing more on uh, on like uh, our new games right now, which is uh, Transition Two, the sequel to our game, and uh, like uh, a really new other game. Which is idle something versus RPG. Uh, we'll see how it goes. That's awesome, man. Matei, is there anything that I miss that you want to make sure you cover? I think I think you you mentioned everything. And um, for the past year, maybe I was like really enjoying myself uh, giving a talks, like you mentioned a couple of times. Yeah. That was like really really big experience, and uh, I learned a lot during those conferences. And having talks because it's something else to talk to other guys from the industry than in front of your team, right? right. And then like you share something, people are probably more willing to share with you later exactly. on too. Yeah, I love it. So I'm going to link that up. So if you're looking for a speaker for your event, check it out because I'm going to link up Matei's presentation that he did. At, I think it was called White Knight, but it's in the YouTube. And then his ultimate guide there were, to there software. Were a couple more. There were a couple more. Okay, well, I'll get all of them from you, but I'll, the one I linked up and then one I watch, I'll link that up. And then the there's a ultimate guide to soft launching your mobile game. That's his medium post, really phenomenal read. And I'll link that into the show notes as well. So before we hit the big finish, I want to thank my last sponsor. It is a longtime sponsor of the show. It is b7dev.com. If you're an entrepreneur, if you're a bigger company and just need to outsource a little piece of code that you just like can't get your developers on, well, I recommend checking out b7dev.com. They are the app developer development firm, mobile web development firm that I use and trust. 
what they'll do, for, especially for the listeners out there who are looking to just scale up or build an app idea, is just be with you. Do that research in the very, very beginning. Help you with some of the core features, first and foremost, not launch a bloated MVP. And then finally, as you're ready to scale and you figured things out and you did a little soft launch based on all of Matei's advice and you're ready to scale, they'll be with you as well. So if you're ready to get started or just get some code done that you've been wanting to fix for a very long time, the website is the letter B, the number seven, dev.com, b7dev.com. Matei, this has been absolutely amazing, but let's go to the big finish. What is one app we definitely have to check out? Uh, well, my favorite app is kind of like, kind of like game. I sorry to, to switch because I, I've been playing a lot like the homescapes because this is the, the biggest relax for me. I can, uh, like switch off my brain because, uh, that is something we need to do in the gaming industry. Right. So I've been playing that a lot since since they uh, global launched last year, and this is amazing. What's a lesson that took you the longest to learn? Actually, actually, that was that was like uh, coming out of the comfort zone uh, uh, because I was afraid to like giving talks, network with other people, and this one took me like, I don't know, like one and a half year maybe just to, to step up and to, to talk to other people, stand up before the crowd, give a talk. And, uh, it was a huge leap from the, from my comfort zone. And this is, this is something that I, I, I fight, I was fighting with. What, what got you to take the leap finally? Actually, it was, uh, something like, like an invitation. Uh, from like a local local event and they're like hey you are working with pixel federation can you talk more about like, your marketing efforts they're like mm, ah yeah okay okay let's do that so that was my start i was talking with other other people from the marketing industry in slovakia and it was like amazing stuff like okay i i want to do this even more that's awesome well matei I enjoyed it so much. You did phenomenal on the presentations that I've watched so far. So I hope you continue to do that. But if the audience wants to reach out to you, thank you. Where else do you want to send them? I think you you can connect with me on LinkedIn or, or Twitter. So uh, that's, that's the place I am all the time, almost all the time. All right. Well, I'm going to link those up into the show notes as well. So if you click on Matei's name in your favorite podcast app, you'll go to his Twitter profile. The apps, once again, are Diggy's Adventure, Seaport. Check out the website. It is pixelfederation.com. Matei, thank you so much for coming on and doing this. Thank you very much for having me. It was really, really funny, really interesting for me to be here to talk to you. Thank you again. Well, thank you all for listening. And I'll see you at the next chat. Thanks for listening to the App Masters podcast. For show notes and amazing app marketing content, check out appmasters.co.